0: Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. I'm concerned when I look at society around us. And I see a lack of forgiveness as being just normal and accepted and even a good thing. You may be concerned too. It's all right to be concerned, but we needn't be worried. We can have an approach that the Lord gives us. How to respond when we're confronted by our friends, acquaintances, colleagues with unforgiveness on their part. Or they accuse us of being intolerant. Of course, we know that God, above all, has the right to condemn all of us. If anyone does, it's God. And yet, God has shown us a way out if we accept his gift in Jesus, his gift of forgiveness. His gift of forgiveness allows us to start on the journey of transforming our mind to gain his perspective becoming one with him and inheritors of his kingdom. This is the big difference I see between God and hopefully all Christians as well and the culture we see around us of this idea of cancel culture, of no forgiveness and being identified with your worst day, with your worst traits. Whatever you've done, no matter how long ago, is with you forever. And us as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And so we have the ability, more than others, because of Jesus' love inside of us, to forgive, just as Jesus does, just as God does. Last week, I mentioned about having a net that we put all of the things in that we are intolerant of. But they are ideas, not people. And yes, we may have a bigger net than other people who want to tolerate everything. So, in talking about these issues, you can assure your friend that whatever he or she does or says, you won't be putting her in the net, only her idea. Can they promise you the same? Ask. You may be pleasantly surprised. You may have to remind them in the future of this distinction. But it's an important distinction to make. It helps society to to run smoothly. It's the reason we are able to have a free society. A democracy. We don't write people off. Not till they're dead. And then it's God's issue. It's God's problem. He gets to deal with it, not us. That's why we're not judging them. We don't write people off. But we are to discern and judge ideas, test the spirits use the light inside us to see the difference between good and evil. We are all created in God's love, believers and non-believers alike. Unfortunately, most of them, the love is leaked out of them by now. Some people's attitude in addressing an issue is, I'm right, you're wrong, therefore I don't have to tolerate you. You may want to ask them, did you believe the same thing 10 years ago? If not, what caused you to move those goalposts? If you want to hear how I approach this, I believe I'm right, and I have a partial understanding of God's heart. And that heart doesn't change. My understanding of it can change. In fact, I'm trying to get closer in my understanding each day as I talk to other older, wiser Christians, as I read of other wise men and women of God who've gone before me, as I read Jesus' teachings, as I listen to God in prayer. I know I'll never get 100% the same as God's perspective, but I try to get as close as I can. And I'm closer than I was 10 or 20 years ago. How do I know this? I track my actions compared to the list in the Bible of Fruit of the Spirit. So, my friend who's convinced that I'm wrong and you're right, What do you do to line up your goalposts of intolerance that we've already agreed that we do have are things that we are intolerant of? So, how do you make those definitions? And it's all right if they change over your lifetime. Hopefully you're growing throughout your life. And many people may not realize how they go about setting up those goalposts of what's to be tolerated and not. But we can tell them it may be easier than you think. And we can admit that, and sure, we can admit that we may have had some lousy goalies in Christianity, but it doesn't mean there isn't a valid net of what things to be not tolerated. But aside from the lousy goalies, you probably haven't heard about all the average devout Christians who faithfully followed God. This is spectacular failures in someone's life that makes the news, not the faithful actions in daily life that all adds up in those million little good things that just go unnoticed. I just heard on the news this week that A statue of Sir John A. Macdonald that got torn down by protesters three years ago in Montreal won't be put back up because some groups are offended by some things that Sir John A. Macdonald put into place. He's our first prime minister. He founded the country. He's the reason Canadians are not Americans. So he surely got some things right. If we're all going to be judged by our worst day, our worst decision, there is no hope for civilization. We need to point people to a better way, a way of love, hope, and forgiveness. Starting with gratitude to God for what we already have. Walk that out and people will notice the difference because it's becoming more obvious every day. And for those non-believers for whom God's love is leaked out already, we can have patience with them because we know as hard as it may be for us to forgive sometimes, it's even harder for them. And we can just keep showing them a better way. And when you can, we can show them the source of this love. The Holy Spirit will show you the right opportunity so that it won't be perceived by them as shoving something down their throat. It's just a natural flow of what you've already shared and demonstrated with them. So hopefully these have been some good ideas to how to approach people who may be a little difficult to speak to on really important, difficult topics like forgiveness and tolerance. Let's keep walking the walk and living by faith, courageously speaking the truth in love for the benefit of all of our friends and those around us. God's blessings. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations.